Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jason Buff Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Buff. What are we going to talk about today? Me starting a podcast. I always wanted to do a podcast ever since I started listening to podcasts on Spotify. Listen to a wide range of different podcasts, everything from DC Comics and Marvel Comics, action podcast shows about superheroes to Vice News podcast episodes about news and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I should start my own podcast. I woke up this morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start my own podcast. So what am I going to talk about on this podcast? I don't know. Everything, probably. Uh, There's a lot to talk about. I mean, I can't think of nothing to talk about, but I want to talk about stuff. I always wanted a podcast, and here I am with a podcast, and I can't think of nothing to talk about. It would be more easier if there was more people on this podcast with me, but for now, it's just me. So, uh, I'm going to think about some stuff to talk about on this podcast. Hmm. Let's talk about, uh, all this damn wokeness. All this PC culture bullshit. It makes me sick. It's disgusting. We need to take our country back from these goddamn left-wing liberal douchebags. They suck. They're fucking up everything, and I hate it. Oh, what makes it really awful is like, oh, I live in a fucking woke city. I live in Chicago. It sucks here. I really want to get out of here. Thinking about moving back to Florida. It's way more conservative that down there. I should have never left that place in the, to begin with. But it was like, you know, at the time I was like, damn, it's hot out here. I gotta get out of here. It's too fucking hot. I'm sweating and I'm baking, I'm roasting. But um compared to freezing my butt off in Chicago, it's like, yeah, Florida's way better. But yeah. I'm trying to get back to Florida, but it's tough right now. It's like the rent is so goddamn expensive in Florida. It's like, ugh. The jobs down there only pay like $10 an hour, and the rent's like $2,000. I'm like, fuck. How the fuck am I going to get back down there, man? Oh, I want to get out of Chicago so fucking bad. This city sucks, bro. It's so fucking woke. It's awful. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, man, I'm trying to go back to Florida. It's like this fucking conservative Republican utopia right now. You know, I want, it's a lot going on down there. I want to be part of the movement down there, you know? But I'm stuck in fucking Chicago with all this wokeness. And it sucks. Really sucks. Oh, man, it's awful here. It's like the taxes are so damn high. The crime is high. It's fucking cold. The women are ugly. The people are mean. Just, oh, man, it's just a toxic place to live. Oh, I want to get out of here so fucking bad. Yep. 
Yeah, that's my life so far. Um, I'm in the midst of a career change. I've been doing security for five years. I'm getting tired of doing it. It's a very boring job. I'm trying to become a personal trainer. I'm taking online classes to study for that right now. But, uh, man, these classes are tough. It's like, there's a lot of science involved with this stuff. Like, damn, you know, it's like, I didn't know being a personal trainer was so difficult. Like, I'm looking at these classes. It's a lot of science chapters in here, you know? It's like, I understand the business aspect of the fitness industry, but it's like the science stuff is difficult. They're talking about the human anatomy and the muscle skeletal system and the human central nervous system, all this shit. I'm like, fuck, bro, this stuff is tough. Like, shit. When they speak normally on here, I can, I can understand everything they're saying, but when these science chapters, you know, they're using big chapters. I mean, they're using big words. Like, really big words, man. It's really tough. Yeah. Feels awkward talking to myself in the podcast right now. It's like my grandma's downstairs. She's probably listening in on this. I'm in my bedroom right now. But, uh, you know, I always wanted to do a podcast. So here I am doing a podcast all by myself. The Jason Buff Podcast. Here I am, fucking shit up, doing it big, tearing it up, doing this fucking podcast. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for the people. I'm doing this for the streets. The Jason Buff Podcast. And now we're going to go to our sponsors real quick. There are no sponsors, so here I am back again on the Jason Buff Podcast. Fucking shit up like I always do. Yeah, man. So, I don't know what else I want to talk about right now. Uh, There's a new Ninja Turtles movie coming out later this year. This is about the like 1000th reboot of the Turtles. (laughs) I mean, um, that's cool, I guess. I'm a huge Turtles fan. Like, I'm a lifelong Turtles fan. I've been watching Turtles since I was a toddler. You know, I was wearing Ninja Turtles underwear and eating Ninja Turtles cereal, playing with my Ninja Turtles action figures while watching Ninja Turtles on TV. Like, oh, man, the Ninja Turtles were huge in the early 90s, man. Back then, the Turtles... They were firing on all cylinders. Like everything they put out at that time turned to gold. Like, oh man, everything was so groovy back then. Like the turtles, man, everything they put out was just fire. Like the turtles comic books, the turtles video games, the action figures, the cartoons, the movies, everything was just selling out, man. It was making millions of dollars, man. Even had a fucking Broadway musical that that was selling out. Like, oh man, the early '90s. That was just an awesome time to be a Turtles fan. I wish I could go back. 
you know, then like it all came crashing down around 93 when the uh, Power Rangers came out. It was like when the Power Rangers came out, things were never the same. Those damn Power Rangers. I mean, I liked the first season of the Power Rangers. That was about it. It was like around the second season, around like not even halfway through the second season, like probably like one fifth through the season, like around the 20th episode, they fired half the cast. Like, you know, over a money dispute, like they got rid of the Red Ranger, the Black Ranger and the Yellow Ranger. Like the Black Ranger was my favorite. You know, he was a cool dude. And they got rid of him. It was like after they got rid of him, it was like I couldn't watch Power Rangers no more. And it's like I can't go back to the Turtles around that time because the Power Rangers popularity fucked up the Turtles. But yeah, that new Ninja Turtles movie is looking interesting. It's got fucking Seth Rogen directing it. I don't know about that. It was like at first I was like, what? Seth Rogen directing Ninja Turtles? Like, don't make the movie raunchy. Don't make it about, you know, some horny teenagers living in a sewer. Like, don't don't fuck up the turtles, man. Don't do that. But, you know, I saw the trailer for it. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a kid's movie, so that's good. They didn't make it raunchy. I mean, the animation style looks weird. It probably would have been better if they would have just kept doing live action. It's like, yeah, this new Ninja Turtles movie is looking like that fucking Spider-Man movie from a few years ago. Like, that Spider-Man movie looked weird. I didn't even see the whole thing. I don't, I don't care. Uh, but yeah, man. I'm happy to see the Ninja Turtles coming back. You know, like the video game they put out last year, The Shredder's Revenge, that game was awesome. Shredder's Revenge, like, dude, I beat that game three times. That was so cool how they added Master Splinter and April O'Neil and Casey Jones to the lineup, you know. Because, yeah, they're basically all family. So, you know, it was cool having all those people in the game. They, should, they need to come out with some DLC for that game. Like, add some more missions to it and some more characters. Like, dude... Shredder's Revenge, bro, I could play that game forever. Like, I love that game. That's That game is now, like, officially my favorite beat-em-up. Yeah, first, my favorite was uh, Streets of Rage 4. Like, that, and, and River City Girls. Like, those were some really good beat-em-up games. You know, it's like, lately, there's been a renaissance of beat-em-ups. Like, uh, you know, those River City Girls that started it. Like, the whole... Renaissance, then came Streets of Rage 4, then Shredder's Revenge. I mean, I love beat-em-ups. I've been hooked on beat-em-ups for like three years now, ever since I got a Nintendo Switch. I started playing like classic beat-em-up games on my Nintendo Switch. Like, yeah, I like playing 16-bit games on my Switch because like it makes me feel like I'm in the 90s, you know, like playing a Game Boy. So yeah, I've been playing 16-bit beat em up games on my Nintendo Switch Lite. And, uh, man, it's been good, man. My favorite beat em ups of all time, yeah, it's gotta be, uh, when it comes to the old ones, yeah, Final Fight, Streets of Rage 2, and the Ninja Turtle games. Turtles in Time, Turtles Arcade. And then, like, when it comes to, like, all the modern ones, yeah, 
River City Girls, Streets of Rage 4, and Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Didn't really change that much. But then there's also a lot of great other, like, lesser-known beat-em-up games out there right now that are really good. Uh, Nine Monkeys of Shadowland, that's an interesting beat-em-up. It's in 3D. Uh, what else, what else, what else? There's this game called Shing. Yes, Shing. That's a weird name for a game. I don't know what a Shing is. Shing, spelled S-H-I-N-G, with an exclamation mark. That's an interesting beat-em-up game. On that game, instead of beating people up with the regular buttons, you use a joystick to beat people up. So it's weird. The controls are weird, but you know it's a fun game. Uh, it's interesting. It's, it's game's long as fuck. But yeah, Shing, I, li- I like that game. That's a cool modern beat 'em up. It's kind of like overly, you know, sexist. It's a lot of cleavage in that game. I'm not complaining against it. Okay, what else? What other beat-em-ups are out there? Uh, I actually like Shaq Fu. That game got some bad reviews. I thought Shaq Fu, uh, Legend Reborn, that was a good beat-em-up game. Like the anime-style cutscenes in that game are awesome. Uh, and it was funny. There was a lot of product placement in that game. Like Shaq with Icy Hot and Shaq with, what was that other shit he used to promote? Gold Bond or something. Hmm, what else, what else? Oh, the Takeover, that was a cool game. That's like another tribute to like Streets of Rage. Um, what was that other beat-em-up I was playing? Oh, I think it was called Monster Brawler or something. It looks just like Streets of Rage 4, but it's got like a horror movie monster theme to it. Like they got werewolves and vampires in it. Monster Brawl. I think that's the name of it. Yeah, that that's a really good beat 'em up. I mean, even though they ripped off Streets of Rage Four, that was a good beat 'em up. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, it was this uh, River City Ransom game. It was called River City Saga: The Three Kingdoms or something. It was like it took all the River City characters and put them in an ancient Chinese setting. So it's got all these, you know, River City characters like playing historical Chinese characters. It was a cool game. It's like the backgrounds are in 3D, but the characters are 8-bit. So it was interesting. It was it was cute. I liked it. That game's long, too. The beat-em-up part was easy, but I hate the... Uh, the platforming stuff that they put in there. Like, ugh, I hate platforming. Platforming is hard. The only platforming games I like are Crash Bandicoot. That's it. Like, I can tolerate Crash Bandicoot. I beat all four of the Crash Bandicoot games. All four of them. Yes, even part four. About time. Yes, that game was intense. I beat it. I beat all the Crash Bandicoot games, except the Crash Bandicoot uh, Nitro Circus, whatever, uh, bumper cart game or whatever, like go-kart crash 
game. I, I didn't beat that game. That game sucked. That game is hard as fuck. Like, first of all, it's a racing game. I'm not good at racing games. Then it's on top of that, it's a Crash Bandicoot-themed racing game. So now it's even more intense because they're throwing on all this other shit. Like, all the all the characters on the game, you know, they're not just driving. They're throwing shit at you. They're shooting you while you're driving. Like, that makes it even more intense. Like, just when I'm thinking I'm going to win this race, and out of nowhere, a motherfucker shoots, shoots me from behind. And then I go crashing into the walls like, damn, what the fuck, man? You just fucked it up. I just lost that race. Just wasted two minutes of my life. I was racing. I was doing good until you fucking shot me, you little bitch. Why did you have to shoot me? Fucking asshole. And fuck that game. Yeah, I'll admit I'm not good with the racing games. I couldn't even beat the Fast and the Furious racing game. I got the Fast and the Furious racing game. Uh, the, the one that's got the actors in it, where they it was like, like an unofficial Fast and the Furious sequel, but it was a game. Like it had Vin Diesel in it and his baby mama. Uh, I forgot the name of that game. Like I got it for free. I didn't even pay for it. I got it for free. Like my job gave me a gift certificate for perfect attendance, so I. I went to, I took that gift certificate to the Target next door. I was like, hmm, what can I get for $20? And I saw a little Fast and the Furious. I wanted to get a Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but it was gone. So fuck it. I was like, there was no other games. I'm like, fuck it. I'll settle for this Fast and the Furious game. I regret getting that game because I couldn't beat it. The game was hard as fuck. Yeah, I'm not good with racing games. The only racing game I ever liked was probably... Daytona USA on the Sega Saturn back in like 95, 96. Like, that was a fun game. I fucking beat that game. It was only three stages on that game and like two cars to choose from, but that was a fun game. <sighs> oh man, I missed the Sega Saturn. It was a, that was an underrated console, the Sega Saturn, bro. Dude, everybody thinks Sega Saturn was a flop. It was only a flop in America. Like, overseas in Japan, the Sega Saturn was a success. In fact, the Sega Saturn outsold the Nintendo 64 in Japan. That's right, yes. The Sega Saturn sold more units than the Nintendo 64. And the lifespan of the Saturn lasted longer out there, too. I think the Saturn lifespan lasted longer than the fucking Sega Dreamcast. Like, yeah, the lifespan of the Saturn was, like, six years over there. They stopped making games for it, like, around 2000, I believe. But, oh, man, there's, like, hundreds of games in Japan on the Sega Saturn that never got released in America. Like, hundreds of games, like, Bro, like, oh, there's so many games I wish I could have played. Like, if I go to Japan, you know, I could play all these games. You know, if I, if I went to a little video game shop over in Japan, like, I would just stay there all day, just play games. Like, I would probably, first of all, I'd probably buy the store, buy the little video game retro shop, and just live there, just play games for the rest of my life and never go outside ever again. Like, just eat little Japanese snacks. Like the Poggy and the and the little cookies with the 
cream in it, those little panda cookies with the panda on it. I would just eat those cookies and just play games for the rest of my life. I wish I could do that, man. Oh, man. Okay, I'm drifting off right now. Let me. What was I talking about? I was talking about games, yeah. I love retro games. Okay. That's it for this week's podcast. This is your host, Jason Boff. Who knows? This might not even be the only podcast of the week. If I'm feeling good, I might do another one again tomorrow. We'll see. All right. Later. Peace out, y'all.